killed a copperhead in the house, Brian. What? Yep. I was sitting there, sitting there eating a hot dog supper. Thing crawled across the kitchen floor and took a bush axe and beat the snot out of it and killed it right there in you the had, floor. You ever kill one in the house? I no. I can thankfully say that I ain't. Yeah, sometimes they just come right in on you. If you. You know, they come in if you got mice and stuff. So it's kind of a, I don't know. I killed it, but I don't know if I'd rather have that or the mice. I have three cats, so if I have mice. Oh, you're probably good on snakes, then. Yeah, well, you know, I, I say that, but about eight, nine years ago when I had a different bunch of cats, um, there's a couple of mouses or, I guess, mice in the house. and Could be mouses. Yeah, it, it, but a couple of them are in the house, and, you know, they wouldn't do a thing about it. Mm, they wouldn't they, do a thing about it. Just too lazy? Just too lazy. I'm like, what are you things for if you're not going to catch mice? There's no other reason for a cat than to catch mice. No. Not. Some people sit around and pet them and stuff. I don't pet them. If you pet them, they won't eat, eat your mice. No. If they don't eat the mice, I throw them out. They got sharp teeth. Yeah. That's what they're made for. Yeah. That's well, the only reason they exist is to eat a mouse. That's, that's it. Yeah. I had a, had a, Oh, we used to have old shed up here that had dog food in it and rain one day and me and buddy sit there and we set mouse traps just to have something to do. Wound up catching 16 of them better than any cat would have done that day. 16 mice. We sit out there on the steps, listen to them. And you hear wham. And then we look in there and there'd be a little mouse with his little feet kicking, but we caught 16 of them. Do you ever catch something that wasn't a mouse on one of them things? Um, no, I don't think I've caught a finger in it. Oh. Yeah, you know, uh, back before I got married, I actually lived in an apartment in Wilkesboro, which, which I don't know why I did that. I just wanted to live in the big city for a while. Was you uptown or downtown? I was uptown. Okay. And there's a mouse in the house, and I don't know, or the apartment, I don't know how it happened, but I wasn't thinking, and I caught it mm. in, in a humane mouse trap. And then what I did is I flushed it down the toilet. Mm. Of course, then alive? I, yeah, alive. Huh. I feel so bad about that, but like, Three minutes later, it literally climbed up through my bottom of my shower, mm. and it was wet and it was angry. So I caught it again. I bet it was, and I let it go. Yeah, let it go outside. I got two. You know, I had two situations with mice. One, I've had more than this, but there's two that kind of come out to mind. And I, if I'm a lion, I'm a dying Brian, and I might be dying. I don't know, it's diverticulitis. But anyway, um, buddy of mine had some mice that is dog lot and they like that dog food and he's like need your help getting rid of these so i had a pretty good idea we pulled our four-wheelers out over there and hooked the garden hose up to him we was gonna you know fume them out so i cranked the four-wheeler up and stuck the garden hose in one end of the rat hole and then stuck it in the tailpipe and i was waiting for him to die but it was really hard because that carbon dioxide is a silent killer so i've so i've heard but i thought we ain't gonna be able to tell if they die in the tunnel so then I went and got a gas can and I just poured a little bit in every hole. And my idea was I was going to light all the holes. But yeah. when I lit that one hole, man, caught the whole woods on fire, like burnt like a quarter of an acre, uh, trying to burn them mouse, them mice out like that. Did you get them? Uh, mouse, mouses is mouse works. Mice, mice Mice's run everywhere out of there. It's, I don't know if it killed any of them. Cause you, you know, I didn't dig up a, I didn't dig up a canals in there and stuff, but. It could have. I don't know. It it sure got made him get out of Dodge. Brian, ever tell you about the time I got my butt whipped on Christmas? I don't know. So my uncle Clem come down to the house for Christmas and he'd been hitting the hitting the bottle a little bit and he had a cattle prodder and he was chasing people around and thought it was funny, you know, on Christmas Eve. You know how people chase people around and stuff on Christmas Eve and 
you know, poke them with a cattle prodder and stuff like that, just in the spirit of the season. He thought it was funny, and he laid that thing down. I waited till he turned his back. I was about 11, 10, 11 years old. I waited to turn, turn his back. When he did, I took that cattle prodder and stuck it right in the back of his knee. I looked up. I saw the face of Satan. I took off, bust out the storm door at my grandma's, went down, made a lap around the maple tree, and I was um, what you call, I won't be politically correctly sensitive, but I was what you might call husky at the time. Yeah, I mean. Still a little husky now, but but then I was husky. I was, I was buying the Rustler Husky jeans at Kmart's and stuff. Anyway, I made my lap around that maple tree. He tackled me in the White Rocks in front of my grandma's uh, there at Christmas and was trying to, like, hit me with that thing and choke me. Grandma come out there and grabbed him off of me. I looked up, and there's, like, ten of my relatives all sitting there on the couch watching the whole thing, didn't know what to do. And uh, that was a good Christmas. Otherwise, I think that's when I got my Michael Jackson glove. Pretty sure. You got and a Michael the Red Jackson, Jackson glove? Oh, yeah. I could moonwalk like, like nobody's business. Still can. I can't in here, but uh, I can sometime outside, you know, when we go outside. I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah. I'd love to get me some husky jeans, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, like rustlers? Rustlers, yeah. They've shut down the Kmart's. Well, you know, and the bargain basket's closed too. Oh, that's yeah. where I used to get my huskies. Call Hollins now. I never. I if you know if, if it ain't the bargain basket, I don't want it. Did you ever go down there to the snack shack on two sixty eight? Not where the building is, but when it was a single wide trailer, and you walked up and got your ha- hot dog or hamburger outside the living room, and they hand it to you, and then you went back outside and sit down at the pi- picnic table. Did you ever go down there? You know, I don't remember. I, Doug I, with I, the white hair running. I eat out of so many single wide trailers. It's I just don't remember specifically that one. Yeah. Yeah, you ever seen anybody get married in a single wide trailer, Brian? I, I, yeah, I, I, I can say that for a fact. Yeah, yes, was you mean you what? I don't think we was at the same one. We'd have seen each other in the living room. No, it was my brother. Okay, yeah, yeah, my, it was my brother. And my uncle performed it right there in the living room. The one I was at, they played the wedding music through a computer there in the hallway, and they marched from the kids' bedroom down the hall to the living room, and that's where the ceremony took place. The good news is we just steps away from the fellowship meal. That's awesome. Yeah, the one I was at was like in the nineties and computers didn't exist yet. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh you reckon that'll come back in style? No computers? No, the the single wide weddings. Uh, you know, I think with the way our economy is booming right now, I expect that it'll mostly be double wide weddings. Uh-huh. And like for the opulent triple wides. Yeah, you know, they got them we was talking about eating out out there. You got them food trucks now. That's all the all the thing, and uh, but couldn't you take a trailer around to people where you think people may get married? You know, like like in Wilkes, you could take it like to a family reunion and stuff, and be like, anybody here want to get married? Anybody want to get hitched? And they could just line up like they do for funnel cakes and stuff, and then you just you just have part that trailer where you just do the ceremony and then. You know, sell them a snow cone out the back end or something. And I, I mean, you know, and if it's I raining, it's a good business. If idea. it's raining, it's okay because you're inside. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's the only way to. I mean, yeah, like a mobile a mobile matrimony marriage machine. I mean, I just honestly like the idea of turning a single wide into a business. Mm. I mean, it, it's. I think I'm I, thinking about a mobile pain clinic. That's big business up in the river right now, Brian. If yeah. I could go mobile with the pain clinic, I could probably make a fortune. Yeah, I mean, I guarantee you. Uh, I mean, it's not exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking about opening up like a baseball card shop, but um, you can know, we I, sell baseball cards and oxycodone or no? You could, yeah, kind of like back in the day. You could trade it. You could trade it. You could yeah. trade cards for. Well, I was thinking back in the day. Might not be might not be illegal. I don't know. I, I was thinking back in the day 
um, how baseball cards came with bubble gum in them. Now mm-hmm. they could come with oxycodone. Do you ever remember chewing that bubble gum and how dry it was and and stiff? It's like they made the bubble gum back in World War II and stuck it in the card. Do you ever? I ate some not long ago out of a pack from like 1984. You want you want some? I no joke. I got some here from like 1985. If you had that and like a Tar Heel soda, I ain't got a Tar. Oh. Oh yeah, like you mean the the Coke bottles that was your cans? It was no, like the blue. It was in the can when uh, it had NC State and Carolina. It was, one was in a blue can, and one was in a red can. Well, it was like one in eighty three and 82, 80. 82, 83. Yeah, yeah. If you had that blue soda and some of that gum, I'd be I'd be down for that. I, I don't I don't have that. I probably have some of the a Coke bottle somewhere. I got I probably got a Richard Petty Pepsi bottle around somewhere. You know, I was you a Richard Petty fan? Oh yeah. My first memory of going to the race there uh, at the at the track was I went down there and me and Dad, you know, we took off school that day. Dad took me down there as vacation day from school. We was gonna watch the time trials because you get in there for free. And Richard Petty went around there to do his time trial and hit the wall. I was like, Dad, what happened? And this drunk man on the back row had threw a beer bottle across the fence and hit there and bust his tire. But you know, that's when racing was racing. Yeah. If you ain't getting hit in the back of the head with a chicken drum, a little drumhead or something, then what are you there for? You know, if well, the, I can go, if the world is fair, he'd have been our secretary of state. Oh yeah. They can call him a king for nothing. Yeah. He wasn't just cause he could drive a race car. He's a, that's a good man right there. He is a good, good man. man. Good man. I'd, if it wasn't, he wouldn't live in level cross. Good. Yeah. He's a good Republican. Yeah. We like Roger Petty. I am Republicans. Yeah. what do you think of Dale Earnhardt? Oh man. So it's one of those things. Was you intimidated? As a kid. My dad, daddy loved Dale Earnhardt huh. more than me. Yeah. And I was a Richard Petty fan. And, you know, Richard Petty hadn't won a race in, you know, years. I think his last race was, was like in 84, the Firecracker 400, something like that, um, that he won. I remember he got on the pole act back in 1990 or 91, and people were so excited, but he didn't win. I think uh, Jeff Gordon won that race. But, hmm. but I didn't care for him. Yeah, me neither. Rainbow Warrior. But, uh, but Daddy loved Dale Earnhardt so much, and I guess I was just rebelling a little bit. I was a little rebellious, and I just I never at the time really understood what made Dale Earnhardt so great. Hmm. And it was it's it's you know I thought it was just the 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 m- mustache, man, the mustache, and the you know just the the physical man behind the wheel. But he was more than that. It was there was a mental game with him. Yeah, he was. Probably not only the smartest driver we ever had, but maybe the smartest man we've ever had. He could be. You don't reckon? You don't reckon he's there? I mean, I don't think anybody's replaced him. that's filled that role. You think that's what NASCAR is missing? Yeah, they're missing Dale Earnhardt. They, uh, you know, with they've got all this money and all these people in China are corrupt. They ought to, you know, work with China and you know one of those Chinese doctors and scientists and clone him. Yeah, I don't think they froze him though. I don't need to freeze him. They can just dig him up and get like a hair or something yeah and then turn that into the next Dylan Hart. yeah you know ted williams was froze you yeah. reckon they'll ever bring him back yeah i mean i, I think he owed my daddy 15 dollars because my daddy you know only had a 20 when he was up at ted williams store and mm. uh he bought him a soda pop and ted he didn't have enough change he kept it yeah he kept it what kind of person is that i don't know just maybe that. they will leave him frozen yeah just you know ask ted williams if you could bring him back, like I'd be, I mean, I'd bring him partway back and be like, Hey buddy, before you, you're coming back, like, what are we going to do about the $15 plus interest? Yeah. That's how I deal with it. And then if he was like, no go, well then it'd be like, no coming back. You know, there was a baseball player named Ted Williams too. That's what I was talking about. 
Oh. Who's you talking about? Ted Williams got run that store over there in uh just past the county line and like going up to Boone. Ah. Uh, on side of the road. Didn't know him. Yeah. But he owed you daddy fifteen dollars? Yeah. Reckon he'll ever pay it back? He, well I think they're both dead. I know I mean I know my dad's dead. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's dead too. But they never solved the fifteen dollars. No. That's a bad way to go to the grave. You know what? Yeah. No, either being owed fifteen dollars or owing somebody fifteen dollars. There just ain't no good way to die right there. You think I ought to watch Fox News or CNN or? I think you ought to watch whatever news that's you know right, and you listen to it, and you make up your mind. And as long as it's Fox News, it's going to be okay. If it ain't, we'll tell you what. If it ain't in the Journal Patriot, I I just don't have no. I ain't got no use for it. I thought you stopped reading it. I did for a while, but I, I yeah I had to pick it back up. They started covering the uh, Reddy's River. Well, no, 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 that fell by the wayside. Chuck can't even get it. He can't get it back in the Ray's River thing. They asked him about it, and he didn't. Something happened. They had a small skirmish there, and he quit riding it. Mm. He's still working there, but he don't ride for that. He said, he told me he wouldn't. He said, I ain't riding it no more. I couldn't believe he just walked away from something like that. It's hard. Like Jerry Seinfeld walked away. Chuck walked away from Ray's River News. That may have been the greatest human sacrifice that has been done since i don't know one yeah i can't think of hardly any greater yeah i can't either because he he had that on his shoulders having to carry the news down there and then and then in excruciating detail write about the funerals and stuff now granted they was covered in the obituary section i didn't read that i read chuck's version of what had been rewrote in the raised river version you know reading his his account of the wrecks there oh, on yeah. 16 it's yeah. like i was there how was anybody gonna know when the blackberries are in how are you going to know when they're having a picnic for the shepherds up at Murdy Road? How are you going to know that stuff? Yeah. I mean, there's a time somebody wrecked and ran off down to my brother's yard. He's down down the hill. Don't get covered in mainstream well, media. Don't get it? covered in mainstream media. I had two options. I could uh-huh. talk to my brother about it, uh-huh. or I could read it and read his river news. I bet you just read it, didn't you? I read it. Yeah. And, you know, well, I talked to your brother when you can read it. Well, I talked to him about it later, and it was nowhere near as good as what I read in the Raiders River news. Chuck had a, he's, he had a way with meaningless details mm-hmm. do you ever buy molasses from a snyder's down there good I'm, people i'm allergic to molasses you are yeah how'd you live i, I haven't yet oh well you ain't until you've eaten molasses well brian i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to round things up here and uh i ain't really got nothing to do but uh i'm about to round some stuff up here and well, get you, gotta something go, done. You, gotta, you gotta go sit on your front porch and wave at people i do wave at people at the front porch i think it's this generation of people like people don't value somebody sitting on their porch and waving millennials you ever yeah they've ruined porch waving millennium millennium and yeah do you ever do you ever sit on your porch and wave i don't wave at people anymore nobody actually drives by my porch anymore no kidding not since i quit wearing a shirt Mm. Mm -hmm. you just don't wear a shirt or you wear like a uh like a tank top or just no shirt just no shirt what's the point yeah I don't have an HOA. I can do what I want. I'll tell you what it does do. It simplifies your wardrobe once a day, don't it? It sure does. You don't have to think, what shirt am I going to wear? Because you ain't wearing one. Yep. Heard, thank you for being here today. I have uh, I hope this has been half as good for you as it has been for me. I think, and I hope this has blessed my heart. And hopefully, listeners, it's blessed your heart too. Heard, we thank you so much, and we can't wait to have you back here on the show. Hey, Brian, can you thank the listeners? Listeners, thank you on behalf of Hired. 